and I'm joined now by RNZ business editor Giles Beckford. Giles, building societies and credit unions, they're concerned for their future. They are indeed, Kira, to you, Katie. Yes, the small group of uh, small financial institutions, building societies and credit unions, they fear for the future if a bill to regulate banking uh, and bring in a deposit guarantee scheme is passed unchanged. The Deposit Takers Bill brings the regulation of banks and non-bank deposit takers under one regulatory umbrella, which would be administered by the Reserve Bank. It also sets up the Depositors' Compensation Scheme, which would protect individual depositors' funds to a maximum of $100,000 per institution. But Ray Greenwood, a spokesperson for 13 credit unions, building societies and small finance firms, says the bill, as currently framed, is too onerous and could kill off the sector. The issue we have is that it's designed for big banks. Um, It's designed to protect against uh, global financial instability. But the costs uh, are enough that they could put our sector out of business. Uh, We're small players. We're of no risk to financial stability. Uh, For example, our lending is less than half a percent of that of the major trading banks. So we'd like to see an approach where firstly small deposit takers, there's only core standards that apply. Then for medium-sized deposit takers, the core standards apply and some additional standards, but not to the level uh, prescribed in Basel III. And then finally the large banks to which the Basel III standards would apply. Ray Greenwood says building societies, credit unions are owned by their members. Uh, They have around 150,000 depositors uh, with assets of about $3 billion. Now, the Basel III, to which he referred, it's an international standard to increase bank capital levels, liquidity and improve supervision to reduce the risk of bank collapses during a global crisis. It's the third agreement on the issue. It's devised by the Bank of International Settlements, which is based in Basel, Switzerland, hence the name Basel III. Well, Apple exporter and pet food maker Scales expects to reach its profit forecast, but a range of challenges will cap growth. It's reaffirmed underlying profit for the December year between $23.5 and $28.5 million. Its managing director, Andy Borland, says it's had to cope with bad weather, labour shortages and disruptions in key markets. But the outlook for 2023 is positive. Yep, a, a difficult environment for business at the moment. But look, we, you know, the outlook we're looking at is, is you know, a return to better performance next year for the Apple business. And you know, it's good to be diversified with our global proteins business going really well. The ongoing positive aspects of, of, the, of the pet food sector. Andy Borland says the company is working on finalising sales to China and also in the process of resolving a significant crop insurance claim related to the past season. New research points to a high level of ignorance and disengagement with KiwiSaver and a lack of awareness about the amount likely to be needed for retirement. The ASB Bank report shows less than a quarter of respondents have a good understanding of the retirement savings scheme. And further, just over a quarter have a clear idea about how much they might need when they retire, while nearly two-thirds think they need to save more. The bank's head of KiwiSaver Distribution, Hamish Davidson, says the issue for savers is not just the fund they're in. But more importantly, and probably a bigger ingredient is, are you contributing at the right level, and what would it take to contribute more, and this is where people have to ultimately um, you know, decide what is the best use of spending. 
uh, as Adrian Orr says, um, you know, stop spending and start saving plays nicely into the long-term horizon of making your money work now over a long time frame to have a heck of a lot more at 65. And that's really the mission. That, that's, that's our purpose of what we're trying to do. ASB is launching a new app on its mobile and online platforms to offer personalised advice and allow investors to change funds and amounts of contributions. And the busy people at ASB Bank, they put out a report showing that households can expect no relief from rising financial pressures for at least a couple of years. It estimates households having to find on average another $80 a week to pay the bills. That's driven by higher mortgage costs, and that's expected to nearly double going into 2024. ASB economist Mark Smith says inflation is getting entrenched, and the consequences are pressures on discretionary spending with a flow-on effect for businesses. Unfortunately, inflation for now is looking like it's increasingly entrenched and also broad-based, and it's high as well. So we estimate debt servicing costs alone will add around $80 to the average household budget by the end of next year. If you add on consumer prices, we'll probably be looking at a total increase of around $150. So really, there's a wall of, of cost increases that the household sector are going to have to live with you know, over the next 12 to 18 months. That's Mark Smith of ASB. Let's see how financial markets are looking going into the weekend. I'm joined by Mark Fowler of Hobson Wealth. Kira, to you, Mark. Good afternoon, Giles. How are you? I'm well, thank you. More to the point, how are the financial markets? Yeah, look, a bit of a mixed start this point, to be honest, Giles. So the NZX 50 growth index is currently at 11,615 points, so pretty flat on the morning. So there's been a couple of notable performers, but in terms of the detractors, we've got Vista Group, that's down about 2% trading at $1.48. We've got the warehouse group, that's down about a percent trading at $2.92. And we've also got Sinai Milk, that's come off about a percent trading at $3.56. So that's, that's some of the detractors. And so there's some of the better performers this morning. We've had, uh, so Erode, that's a small cap, that's up about 3.5% trading at $1.18. And also ANZ Bank up over a percent at $25.23. But it's been a relatively sort of mixed start this morning. What's it looking like in Australia? Look, Australia is similar, so it's, it's basically relatively muted start this morning. Uh, sorry, my actually screen's gone down, so I can't give you the actual headline index number, but um, been sort of similar, similar start with the financials and both the commodities uh, basically unchanged on this morning, but uh, yeah, as I say, similar to New Zealand. How's it looking for the currency? Yeah, the currency has been uh, relatively strong of late, obviously back above 64 cents against the US more recently, uh, just back below there this morning. Uh, against the euro, we're around, around the 54 cents mark. Uh, against the Aussie dollar, we're around at 9360. Uh, and the New Zealand trade weighted index around 74.10. Which leaves us with interest rates, oil and gold. Yeah, interest rates. So we have three months back bills. That's currently trading around 4.5%. Uh, our New Zealand 10-year government debt, that is trading uh, in around four and a quarter. Uh, in terms of oil, oil is back around the sort of $84 US a barrel. Uh, in terms of gold, we're at 1290 an ounce. Thank you very much. That's Mark Fowler from Hobson Wealth. A couple of other items of business news this lunch hour. Stats NZ says retail card spending was up uh, seasonally just at 0.3% in November on the previous month. Uh, despite the three big shopping days, Singles Day, Black Friday and Cyber Monday, rise largely uh, on higher spending of consumables such as groceries and liquor rather than on big ticket items. 
Perhaps people are listening to Adrian Orr saying save, don't spend. And if you still need a job for the holidays or you're looking around, the hotels need 2,700 more workers to cover the peak summer season. In addition, that's on top of uh, shortages in other forms, such as motels, holiday parks and backpacker lodges. Uh, Hotels Council says many establishments are having to close restaurants or adjust their room cleaning, limiting the number of rooms that they sell. And Bus and Coach Association says they're looking for about a thousand more drivers for the peak summer season.